What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt, joined as always by Big Dave up ahead on this episode, breaking down the Bulls' epic 112-108 win over the Atlanta Hawks Thursday night, coming out of the All-Star break to keep their win streak alive and to keep DeMar DeRozan's historic streak alive as well. And stay tuned at the end of the episode. We got some news. That's all next on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host right there, Mr. Big Dave Watson at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. People rocking the Bow hoodies at the UC tonight, Big Dave. And you can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Did a full hour-long voicemail episode yesterday, so if you haven't seen that yet, go check that out. Whoo! Uh, today's episode brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them we here at Locked On Bulls sent you. Whoo! Big Dave, yeah. I, I was feeling all kinds of things tonight. Um, I, I was kind of seeing that game slip away there in the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden, I had a wonderful, familiar experience of jumping up and down out of my couch, yelling at my TV by myself, mm-hmm. which is just like so many elements of my Bulls fandom throughout my life. Like th- there are those visceral moments where you're like, this is me in my element as a Bulls fan. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan <laughs> hit those back-to-back buckets, including yeah. the and one on the second time. Yeah. I was screaming and jumping up and down in my living room. How about you? Yeah, I listen, the whole game, I'm watching it. At first, I'm like, okay, got to win. Got to win this game. And then when they started losing in the fourth, and I'm watching Gallinari, uh, and I'm watching Bodanovich hit these, you know, incredibly difficult, tough, awesome shots. And they just started to look like it was slipping away. I sat down, and I got quiet. And I'm just sitting there watching it. And I'm like, okay, just take it one at a time. Take it one at a time. They hit that bucket. I was like, cool, great. All right, that's the one. When DeMar DeRozan hit that shot <laughs> and got that and one, the yell I let out <laughs> in, in my house, brother. I mean, man, I was so stoked. I was so happy. It's a feeling I haven't had from this in such a long time. That feeling of, you know what it was, Matt? It was, I'm so used to that feeling of this team losing those kind of mm-hmm. games. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I'm so used to it. That that's why I sat down and got quiet. Honestly, I said I was like, "Let me be quiet," because my brain and all my logic was telling me this game's over. You guys are gonna lose it, and I for mm-hmm. real kept telling my brain, "Shut up." Right. <laughs> I was like, "Shut up." Let me just watch. Let me watch this game. Let me see what's gonna happen. And when he did that, oh my god, Matt! Like the euphoria that went on within me, it was special. I mean, like you know, there was that key moment where that weird out of bounds and and they initially called it a jump ball, right? And it's 108, 105 Atlanta. And then Nate McMillan decides to challenge it and wins the challenge. So it's 108, 105 Hawks and they have the ball. And that's when you're thinking, Ooh, this one might be one that the bulls let slip away. But on a night when the bulls were really struggling to get timely stops, 
um, and and protecting their defensive boards. I think Atlanta had like 24, 26, 28 second chance points tonight. They got not only stops, but the boards and protecting the ball after those stops in Mm. key possessions down the stretch of that fourth quarter to allow them to come back from that three-point deficit with under a minute to go. I mean, Mm -hmm. credit to DeMar, because like like you said, he continued his streak tonight of 35-plus on 50-plus shooting from the field. 15 of 21? Are you kidding me? This man (laughs) is ridiculous. Also, by the way, now just two games shy of MJ's franchise record of consecutive 35-point games. It's insane. This This man is ridiculous, but on a night when the Bulls look to be struggling on the defensive end and certainly struggling on the defensive boards, that was just as important because it let DeMar do DeMar things down the stretch, Dave. Oh, that's a great way to say it, man. And you saw DeMar get off to the start he got off to in the first half, basically in the first quarter. You saw him coming in with that. He had 16. 16 in the first. (laughs) 16 in the first. He let you know how he was coming in from that. And then you kind of saw him, you know, letting everybody else get involved. You saw him trying to get do his best to get Zach involved, especially in that third quarter. Uh, you saw him trying to get Vooch the ball inside, let him get involved. You saw him kicking the ball out to Io. Uh, the pass he had to Kobe in that fourth quarter for that three-point shot when he was being uh quadruple teamed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, by Atlanta. He was kicking Dude. the ball out to those guys, man. So he understood his importance and his role of getting everybody involved. And that's just an important thing. And plus he throws in, you know, six rebounds with it. You know what I mean? Just to let you know that he's staying with it. And and then it's two, three pointers. I mean, I what I like about his three point shots, Matt, is he for real steps into his shots. Like they aren't set shots for him. He steps in and you just feel like, yeah, he means it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he mm-hmm. shoots that three. He's like, he means that shot. You know what I mean? He only, I think these, he just went over 100 threes. I thought he was Attempts. got like 101. Attempts, excuse me. Right. He went over when, when he attempts. made either his first or second of the night, Adam Amin pointed out on the broadcast, it was his 100th attempt from behind three-point line this season, and he it made 30, 35 of them. 35, yeah. Yeah, that's about right. You know what I mean? Like he's, It's not something he does, but I like when he does it because he always knows when to do it within the flow of the game. It never seems like it's outside the flow of the game and what's going on on the floor. But my goodness, man, in that fourth quarter, from the beginning of the fourth quarter, I was like, okay, we got to have it. You know whose time it is. And he was like, yeah, I know whose time it is. It's my time. <laughs> buckets. 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 Amazing. DeMar DeRose is amazing. Uh, this is what DeMar had to say at the postgame podium. Just came across my Twitter feed uh, on that three-point play with 15 seconds left. When you're in those moments, you got to take it on. I love those moments. I love the challenge. I love the opportunity. It's fun for me. Well, you know what, Tamar? It's fun for us Bulls fans, too, because I I damn near hit my head on my ceiling fan when he hit that three. And you know what the other thing I loved about that Tamar three-point play, Dave? After an entire night suffering through some of the most garbage NBA officiating and the latest whistles I have ever heard in my life, that whistle, it was late on the contact, but it blew about half a second before that ball fell through the hoop. It sure did. It was the first timely one they did all night long. Oh, my God. I don't know what Mark Davis and that crew were doing tonight, but that was terrible, honestly, Matt. Because for real, the plays were going the other way. They were going the other way, and then they're blowing the whistle. It was ridiculous. It was bad. But, yeah, Matt, when he did that, and then you saw DeMar on the ground pound his chest immediately, and, man, look, 
That feeling, guys, that feeling is what I'm talking about. That feeling is what I'm talking about, how we need to enjoy this. We ain't had that feeling, man. That felt good to see that. Because they had, honestly, that was a game they lose. That is a game they lose. They mm-hmm. lose that game, man, previously. They lose that. But not when DeMar DeRozan is here. Not anymore. Nope. But. Yeah. Uh, our, our pal Mark K of Bulls HQ had a tweet that I saw after the game that he said, you know, you could make an, a fairly easy argument that the Bulls have 10 fewer wins without DeMar DeRozan's fourth quarter scoring and late, you know, clutch game moments. And like... Yeah. That's absolutely true. The Bulls are 39 and and uh, 21. And once mm-hmm. again, atop the East by themselves right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. because DeMar DeRozan and his fourth quarter magic. It's absolutely bonkers, man. It's I mean, man. And, and like to see the UC explode when he hit that yeah. and one. Yeah, that is the kind of stuff that yeah. this organization and that these fans have been missing for years right. is having epic moments like that. You know, back when it would either be Jimmy or or D Rose hitting some ridiculous shot or some big play or Joe Key making a big play when it's like Tristan Thompson said it after the game. He was like, that felt like a postseason atmosphere. And he's like, I know, I know United Center postseason because I was here playing for Cleveland. Yes, he was. Like, yes, he was. That, that kind of stuff. And, and DeMar is the one who's providing a lot of that kind of energy. Mm, and and Matt, after the game, that I tweeted out. After this game, I, I've got him right now, number two in the MVP voting. I do. I, I saw, can't. I saw that tweet of yours. He's he's number two for me, man. I had to move Jokic down because I'm like, man, if Jokic averages a triple double, Jokic then, down because Jokic was number two for me. I had Embiid at number one. Okay. Embiid is one. I had Jokic at two. I had Demar at three. Uh, I move him down because it's what he's doing is incredible. But like I told you, Matt, if you're gonna be sixth in the West, you got to do something that the league has never seen ever. And like average a triple double. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, you could be up there. But if your team is gonna be six in the West and DeMar DeRozan is doing stuff that Wilt and Black Jesus are doing, I got I gotta I gotta put him up in two, man. Like I don't see, I mean, I gotta put him up in two. Like you said, these two games away from breaking Jordan's records, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the level that he's on. He's on that kind of level of greatness right now. I gotta reward that. Plus, I gotta reward the winning. I have to because he's going through the same trials and tribulations of not having everybody there, but he continues to be there game after game, putting on astronomical numbers. Ridiculous. We also got to talk about the defense that we saw from Io Desumu tonight, plus oh. the debut of newest bull Tristan Thompson. We will get to all of that <laughs> coming up. But first, today's episode brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent, Dave? It's because it's a business scam out to get you and your hard-earned Benjamins. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot you had. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. That's a lot of money. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one easy tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. So here's what you do. Stop falling for subscription scams and start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands of dollars a year. Mm. You just looked outside, didn't you? Didn't you see that snow falling? Didn't it make you angry? You know why it make you angry? Because you said, man, I ain't got my car ready. 
I got to go get some stuff tomorrow morning. Now I got to trudge through this snow, get in there, hope I can make it to the dealership or that chain store and get me some of them parts. No, you don't, my friend. What you're going to do is sit your wonderful self back down and go to rockauto.com and save yourself some time and some money. Don't spend that 30, 50, even 100% more for those same parts at at that chain store, that car dealership. No, rockauto.com family-owned business, serving those do-it-yourselfers over 20 years, reliably low prices for every single customer, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. They got it covered at Rock Auto. So head to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your beautiful truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Sing it with me for DeMar DeRozan. Rock Auto. Com. Shadaisy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's what rolling, it feels like. Rolling along, breaking down the Bulls win over the Hawks Thursday night. Shout out to everybody hanging out with us live on that YouTube channel right now. A lot of IO love going on in the comments. Byron saying, I love the experience IO's getting. Max just simply all caps going, IO. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Soto Zen saying, Trey definitely didn't have his way tonight. Brian saying, IO fathered Trey Young. Um, <laughs> wow. Dave, oh, you man. and I enjoyed talking about a previous Bulls-Hawks matchup in which Io, the rookie, was giving Trey Young fits. And, and, and not mm-hmm. just making him, you know, work harder for his looks and get his offensive, you know, uh, spots where he wanted him. But you could tell, like, Trey getting visibly bothered, noticeably yeah. angered by the mm-hmm. presence of Io DeSumo and Io, I, you, you know that I was geared up for tonight's game. Like, all right. Nice rest, All Star break. We got I, we we got Trey Young and the Hawks in our house. Get like I'm going Adam, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Trey went three for seventeen tonight, Dave. Oh, it was ugly too. It, and shout out to Trey Young because he since he's such a good point guard, you know he he got involved other ways. You know what I'm saying, getting the assist and and things like that. But as far as scoring with what he does best, clamp city, put that man in jail. Ayo Desumu, man, the length. It's just annoying. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely annoying to Trey Young and the quickness, you know what I'm saying? And the way he gets over on screens. He defended him that every kind of way. What I mean by that is when Trey Young tried to go up for a shot, he was in his face. When Trey Young got by him and went up for a shot, he was behind him blocking the shot. When Trey Young tried to go in for a layup, he was right there to contest the, the layup, either hand. He was right there to contest the layup when he was trying to run around screens, when he was trying to bring the ball up court, when he was trying to shoot free throws. Io was standing at the free throw line, breathing, looking right at him. He was annoying to Trey Young the entire game, and it made me feel so good that this dude is on our team, knowing that we got that in our bag, just waiting for opponents. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm I'm thinking about when Lonzo and the rest of these guys get back because. You won't get no breaks. You know what I'm saying? You don't get no breaks when you go to the bench when those guys get back. When 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 Lonzo and Caruso come back and you're like, oh man, fine. I ain't want to have to go against Lonzo no more. Woo, all right. And I go to Sumo. God damn it. Damn it. 
got to deal with this too. Yeah, you got to deal with that too. It ain't gonna stop. And man, Matt, he Trey Young just cannot stand Ayo. You just saw it, and in the way he was flopping around trying to get mm-hmm. those calls and all mm-hmm. that because he had to do anything he could to try to get some points on the board. Just wasn't working, man. Ayo did this, Matt, while being in foul trouble. The composure that he continued to play with in that fourth quarter, even mm-hmm. though he was in foul trouble, was huge. And that crossover that he gave Trey Young, oh when he God. put him on his oh. instincts, <laughs> man, look, dog, he it was a beautiful game to watch for Ayo. Dude, I wanted him to do the Iverson step over after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was filthy. And it yeah. was another example of Ayo adding that part of you know his offensive repertoire to the game of you know that mid-range game we start we started to see that pop out coincidentally when when DeMar DeRozan was having a night off and 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 I was like oh all right we need we need a mid-range game tonight cool I'll do that because it was mostly (laughs) at the start of the season as a rookie a guy who would do his catch and shoot corner threes when he would get clean looks or attack the basket now you Mm -hmm. see Io adding to that offensive repertoire in the mid-range and that crossovers was was one of the nastiest oh my god it was nasty but that defensive play he had one-on-one against trey in between those two demar buckets that that's the play of the game like demar has the game-winning bucket but that defensive stand by io was the play of the game the bulls Mm. needed that stop and it's great io said post game that before that play during the timeout he told Javante, I'm not switching. When when this Gallinari pick and roll situation comes, they're going to try and get me off of Trey. I am not switching. I will stay with him. Uh, and then Io also said this after the game about that possession. He said he ran through Young's combinations and wanted to give him length, of course, not give up the three, try to contest without fouling, and that's what I did. I, I mean, every, every millisecond that you thought Trey was going to get the look he wanted, whether it was a step back three or then beating Io on the crossover that came after the fake step back, Io was right there in his grill. And then forced Trey into a very difficult, like driving kind of like havesy floater flying out. And I was like, man, yeah. get that shit out of here. Yeah, yeah. Incredible, he could not- incredible, incredible defense. He couldn't do anything that he wanted to do. It was just so irritating. He was. I've heard Io describe, I can't remember who said it, but at that uh, all-star uh, game, you know, when the rookies, you know, and the sophomores in that game played, one of those players, just, that's how they described him, was as a pest. <laughs> it was like, he's a pest. He's annoying. It was the biggest compliment I ever heard for him. You know what I mean? That is a great compliment. When they tell you something like that, that means they don't want to play you. <laughs> they don't want to mm-hmm. see you. They don't want to deal with you. But guess what? Yeah, I got to have to <laughs> because Io ain't going nowhere. That dude is great. And Matt, he not only did that, but and, and, I, and you're right, that defensive play was the biggest one of the game. But those two three-pointers he hit back-to-back in that fourth, man, when they truly, truly needed him from the baseline too. You know, that's his spot. When he hit those two threes from that baseline, the first one and then the other one when DeBar gave it to him to put him up four, Man, those were colossal because they got a nice rhythm going after that uh, when he hit those threes. It was it, He just did it all. He did it all. Shout out to our guy Hayes from Chicago Bulls Central, who I see hanging yeah. out in the comments. What up, Hayes? What uh, up? Who said, what does Trey Young fear more, Io or hair clippers? <laughs> 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 that's, that's cold, Hayes. That's cold, man. 
You're better um, than that, Hayes. Uh, <laughs> I, I also appreciate Hayes checking somebody in the comments who is saying, do we really even need Lonzo? Talking about how amazing. Uh, oh, that person did clarify they were just joking, thankfully. Thank I, you. I, All, I, right. I, All right. I have heard some Bulls fans over the last month of these IO starts being like, so when Lonzo comes back, you know, does he have a starting role? And I'm like, guys, yeah. guys, guys. Because guess what? Now we get to watch Io cook second units when Lonzo comes back. Fricasseed, fried, died, and laid to the side. Oh, yes. Uh, all right. We also have to talk about the other big thing from tonight's game, that being the arrival of Tristan. Mr. Goon, Big Dave, asked for Thompson. We will do that next. But first, Big Dave, you got to tell the people about those delicious, delicious built bars. Oh, when I'm going to be famished after I get over here finished talking about Tristan Thompson. And since I'm going to be famished, there's only one thing I want to do. I want to go eat some of those Bill Bars. Why? Because not only are they delicious and great tasting and all that stuff, but they are good for you. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein, and all Bill Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Ah, mint brown, coconut, coconut almond, and they always got that flavor of the month for you, Matt Pet, because you let them know what it is. Please, my friend. Oh, they brought back one of my favorites, baby. It's white chocolate cookies and cream. Oh, it tastes good hearing you just say it. Built.com is where you go. Use the promo code LOCK15 to get yourself 15% off your order. That is LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar! Let's talk Tristan Thompson. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Matt, who uh, whose voicemail we played yesterday in the comments. He said, I'm ready for the Matt meeting. Dave, where's the other Dave at? Uh, <laughs> where's the Dave at? Where's the Dave at? Uh, all right. So Tristan Thompson arrives. We hear his uh, first you know, chat with Chicago media at the Bulls practice the other day. Saying all the right things, you know, I'm, I'm here to help the team win, do whatever I can, whatever I can provide, help the team win. Mm -hmm. And he gets in there immediately tonight. Goodbye, Tony Bradley minutes. Hello, Tristan <laughs> Thompson. <laughs> and look, you and I talked about this, Dave, when the when the Thompson news came down. It's like it's not like you're asking a whole lot of him. People wondering right. what he has left in the tank. Mm -hmm. 13 minutes. He played 13 minutes tonight, but instead of 13 minutes of Tony Bradley doing nothing, they were 13 impactful minutes. He had 11 Correct. points and six boards. Correct. And, like, you know, some big work on the offensive class, which is something that this Bulls team has not had at all this season. Like, the Bulls are not an offensive rebounding team. They just don't do it. Other than the occasional Javante flying in from the eighth row of the United Center, they don't, they don't get offensive boards. Tristan is giving them that immediate presence of a guy who can be a rim runner, a roller, you know, and, and a guy who just bodies people. And man, it's nice to have a backup big who doesn't have that Wendell Carter Jr. Center with bad hands disease, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That, that wow. one role he had You're on right. the dunk where it was just like clean, simple drop off to Tristan, mm -hmm. one step dunk. I was like, yeah. Tony Bradley made that look way more difficult than it should in all of the times we saw him try to do that. Look, I'm not going to spend my time picking on Tony Bradley right now, but I understand. Trust me, I get it. Bulls fans have at it. I'm not going to stop you. But, man, Matt, what Tristan Thompson did tonight was everything I thought he was going to do and a little bit more. You mentioned the 11 and 6. How about in those first, what, seven minutes that he played, he had five and four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just being out there on the floor. 
he did that. You know what I'm saying, Matt? Just running around, he went ahead and did that. How about when he got the ball and he recognized, recognized the IQ. He recognized, hey, there's a tiny person on me. I'm going to go ahead and put a move on this person and dunk on him. And I'm not going to fall down and dribble the ball off of my foot. I'm not going to try to cross it over and shoot a fadeaway. No, I'm going to put it on the floor, spin, go up, dunk, yell. That's all I want. It was so simple and beautiful to watch, Matt. The the energy that he brought. He picked up that energy for that Bulls team when they needed it, Matt. He really, 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 really did. The the back-to-back offensive rebound plays he had. When he got the offensive rebound and was going up and he got fouled. That's the other thing I forgot to mention about Tristan is he gets fouled. When mm-hmm. he and and that's key, he's not a great free throw shooter, but the fact he will draw fouls on your guys on the inside is a detriment to your team. He gets your other big guys in foul troubles, means they got to go out the game, which means you got to do another, do a better rotation. And when the Bulls get healthy, there won't be a better rotation in the NBA other than the Chicago Bulls. I he said led, he led the Bulls in free throw attempts tonight. Come on, man. Eight. Come on, dude. He gets to the line. That is huge. That is really, that's. It's Dennis Rodman-like to me. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Dennis, you know, goes inside and gets those rebounds, so he would get fouled a lot. And he wasn't a great free-throw shooter, but it was just the fact he was drawing those fouls and slowing the game down, which is very, very important. So when Atlanta was going on those runs, it's important that they would get the ball and slow it down because he would get to the line and they were able to recruit, recoup maybe one or two points from the free-throw line because of Tristan Thompson. But, Matt, the energy, you knew Io was going to be uh, great with him because Ayo loves passing the big man. You saw it. It's what he does. You know what I mean? Pick, roll, like you said, pick, roll, ball, dunk. That's it. That's, that's why he can fit on anybody's team. It's because you don't have to draw up all the offense for him. He he already knows. Like, I'm just, well, pick and roll. That's what we're going to do. You know what I mean? How mm-hmm. about that? And you got to play for that? Okay, great. One more thing, Matt. The IQ. Mm. The IQ. Mm-hmm. That play. In the first quarter, when he was out there on the weak side and he had, I think it was DeMar and Derrick Jones were over there with him. Watch what he does when he was out there. It was towards the end of the quarter, guys. It was Mm -hmm. seconds left, maybe like 30-something seconds left. Watch what he does. He is directing everybody on that weak side exactly where to go, exactly where to be, and telling them whose man he gets. What happened? Derrick Jones comes over. When, When the ball switches, he takes the ball handler. When he goes to the rim, air balls it. They get it back, but DeMar slaps it out of that guy's hand. They get the ball. They go back down the floor. Mm-hmm. That, that was all Tristan. That mm-hmm. was all Tristan Thompson and his IQ and what he did for that team. That is what he's going to bring. That's more IQ. That's more. That's a bigger Caruso for your front right. court. I, that is I, awesome. I was about to say, and, and the Bulls are missing some of their best high basketball IQ guys right now in Lonzo and Caruso. And not just basketball IQ that Tristan's bringing, but something that you know Caruso brings out there vocality communication yes we have seen some defensive breakdowns from the bulls and these absences of their key defensive players and if they get a switch mixed up or you know they they get lost on a pick and roll rotations are late guys aren't sure where they're supposed to be a lot of that is just communication simple communication and tristan is a vet who communicates when he's on the floor so you pair his basketball IQ with the fact that he's actually hollering out defensive assignments and and calling out screens for guys and calling out switches for guys. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a simple part of defensive basketball, but it's a part that the, the the two guys who are best at it for the Bulls are not on the floor right now. So that is a mm-hmm. huge thing that Tristan brings. Of course, I also 
am a sucker for the fact that after the game, he immediately started waxing poetic about Dennis Rodman. Like, immediately. <laughs> saying, saying, no saying that they should hang number 91 in the rafters of the United Center. So, clearly, <laughs> I was on the fence about this whole Tristan thing. Partly because I didn't know what he had left in the tank. And mm -hmm. partly because of all of that. Yeah, other I know, stuff. man. I know. I know. But, but jump in the car with me, man. I mean, jump in the car with me. <laughs> the first game he had in a Bulls jersey and the comments he had before and after that first game of the Bulls jersey, he, he won me over, man. He won me over. <laughs> my plan is coming together. Yes. 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 Stroke my imaginary cat. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I, I think. It, it's, it would be an interesting experiment to go back and ask a lot of Bulls fans who were very, very upset deadline day when nothing happened. You happy now? And look, it's just one game. Like, we don't need to overact over one, overreact to one game of Tristan Thompson. But mm -hmm. is, is this enough? Is this what you were looking for? Because instead of giving up an asset in a trade to get a player like Tristan Thompson... All they did was sign him off the buyout market. And, like, yep. I, I, if there is one drawback to that is it's the Bulls did, in fact, use their biannual exception to bring Thompson here. Correct. But Correct. from what Correct. I heard from, you know, the, the Bulls capologists on Twitter is that they may not have been able to use that this offseason anyway if certain mm. things happen, assumptively including Zach Levine signing a big, fat contract. Mm. So mm. – you, you didn't make a big splash trade at the deadline, but you also didn't give up anything at the deadline. Right. And you went out and said, hey, Tristan, you want to come play backup big minutes for us? Cool. Welcome on in. Yeah. And you went and got a guy that gets you closer to winning. That's that's the main thing of it, Matt. Like if you're going to you err on something as far as, you know, that's concerned, that exception is concerned, you err on the side of winning. So they were trying to go out there and better this team to be better so they could make a run. You know what I mean? Not a, not a first round or second round exit. They're trying to make a run. That is the player you go get when you're trying to do that. You err on the side of winning. And what did it look like for you tonight? Look good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, after, after he had that awesome uh, offensive rebound and he was battling, battling, finally drew a foul, and then came kind of like stomping back towards half court after the whistle and was like, Riving up the crowd a little bit. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's what I need. That's uh, that's Dennis shit. That's Joakim it, shit. That is what is. I need on this team it right is. now. It is, man. Oh, goodness. We're going to be seeing the number three jersey from Matt in a minute. It's coming. It's coming, man. Uh, I, I just saw somebody in the comments said, you know, uh, Tony chose 13 to honor Joakim. I wonder if Tristan wore number three to honor Ben Wallace. I don't know. I haven't heard him say that. Um, clearly, he doesn't even feel like he's worthy of wearing 91 in a Bulls jersey because he thinks he should yeah. be hanging in the rafters. Can, can yeah. we can we just take 13 away from Tony Bradley and give it <laughs> give it to, to Tristan? I like Tony's never seeing the floor again. He's never seeing <laughs> the floor again. Just hey, how hard can it be? Just take off the stitching of one jersey and replace it on the other one. We saw it happen with Vooch. <laughs> we saw it go down that way. It's true. But yeah, man, man, dude, what what a great just first impression that he made tonight for this Bulls. Team. It's uh it's a big it's a big first night for Tristan. It's a big win for the Bulls who it's their sixth straight uh uh bridging the All-Star gap. 
And look, we talked about just how brutal this final 23 game stretch is the regular season. Atlanta had been playing better and like they came into the all-star break kind of pounding their chest a little bit, despite where they are in the Eastern conference standing saying like, Hey, watch out. We're going to make a run. You know, they're getting guys back. They certainly look like a formidable team tonight, uh, despite a rough night from Trey and they didn't shoot all that well from behind the three point line. But of all of the games on the bulls schedule, especially in this first stretch out of the break, we got to play the Grizzlies on Saturday. We got to play the heat. We got to play the bucks. We got to play the six. Like, of the winnable games of this challenging slate, it's good that they got this win against Atlanta tonight. Agreed, Matt. I think both of you and I had them winning this anyway, but you did not want to go 0-1, possibly going 0-2, playing against the Grizzlies team that is just killing people right now. So, yeah, it's a big win for the Bulls, and it keeps you at on pace with the Miami Heat right now. So, yeah, great win. Suck it, Heat. Uh, all right, uh, that's it. That's it for the week. Um, Bulls, like I said, play the Grizzlies on Saturday. Looked like Ja had a little bit of an injury in their game tonight, but did come back and return. So we'll see. Maybe they decide to give him a night off on Saturday. That would make things easier for the Bulls. But Big Dave, you and I are going to the UC on Saturday. And as much as I want a Bulls win, I also really want to see Ja play. Because, oh, my God. I saw saw a play he had earlier tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. When he split the double team. Yes. Oh my goodness yes. gracious. Oh yes. my goodness gracious. That's one of the man. silliest Look, plays I've seen all season. Absolutely ridiculous what he's doing out there, man. You know I want to see Ja live. You know it. <laughs> want it. Want it. Need it. Uh, all right. Yeah, Before man. we get out of here, uh, we did want to share a little bit of news with you guys. Our, our Locked on Bulls faithful, our, our fellow Bulls faithful. Uh, next week will, in fact, be our last week hosting this Locked on Bulls podcast, myself and Big Dave. Um, we can't share with you yet why we are leaving. Uh, it is not any bad reason. It is a wonderful reason. And we have all the faith in the world that uh, the person or persons coming in to replace us here at Locked on Bulls will do a phenomenal, phenomenal job to keep this podcast alive. Um, mostly, we're just excited to have one more awesome week of podcasts on this platform that has been a really, really wonderful place to interact with our fellow Bulls fans, Dave. It's been an amazing place to interact with the Bulls fans. And I can't say enough about Bulls fans, period, just how they embraced me, you know, coming in to do this. You know what I mean? They didn't have to. They they really could have said, no, we want Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we cool with what it was. We just want Matt Solo. They they let me in. Nobody and, wanted that. <laughs> but, man, <laughs> you'd be surprised, Matt. You'd be surprised. But they let me in. And not only did they let me in, they they embraced me. And I am forever indebted for that to Bulls Nation and you all have nothing but my love for that and yeah Matt and I are moving on you know it's a little bittersweet but trust me it's it's not sad news you know what I'm saying it's sad that we're leaving here but the reasoning that we're leaving it's not sad news at all um you guys will definitely be seeing us again real 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 soon so yeah right uh th- this is not an ending for for the two of us talking about the Bulls for you guys and with you guys. This is yeah. uh, just a move that we're making, and uh, you'll find out more about that next week. Um, but uh, this this Locked On Bulls platform will continue, and Big Dave and I will continue to provide you, our fellow Bulls fans, with this very same similar kind of content and a few extra cherries on top. We got some really cool stuff cooking for you guys that we can't wait to share with you all next week. But we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up so you can prepare yourselves 
Next yeah. week is our last week at Locked On Bulls. Hopefully, if all goes according to plan, we will be able to do one or two episodes welcoming in the new hosts coming to replace us uh, right. to sort of pass that uh, pass that torch on. Um, but again, nothing but thanks and appreciation from the depths of my heart for everybody who's been listening to this podcast, whether this is the first time you're tuning in or you've been listening for the last four and a half years that I've been co-hosting this podcast. Um, it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal experience. And we've got one more week of episodes for y'all. So have a great weekend, Bulls Nation. Hopefully we're back on Monday talking about a winning streak that's still alive and a DeMar DeRozan historic streak that's still alive and Io DeSumo hounding his next victim on the defensive end. Uh, in the meantime, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. Big Dave is at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow! We are at Locked on Bulls. Hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Appreciate all the love in the comments. Y'all hit that like button if you're feeling up to it. We love you. Hope you love us back. We'll talk to you next week. See Red, be good. Peace. Love y'all, Bulls Nation.